Hey, Brightsiders. I know it's late, and, you know, this is the bright side of working from home, the episode, and this. And especially when you work for yourself, you know, I'll just have to yell at me later for getting this out late. But yeah, this is my buddy Steve Moulton, who did the Blackout podcast with Remy Malik, you know, Oscar winner Remy Malik. So he talks about that a little bit in here, and just be sure to download that. It's on all of the platforms as Mrs. Brightside. And also, guys, be sure to check out Fred's BS and Fred'sBS.com. As I got to say, guys, it's BS for breads and spreads, not bullshit. And just be sure to use promo code Brightside for 20% off your order. Enjoy. Be that boo. It's Mrs. Brightside. Uh, open up the curtains. Look outside. What's outside? It's Mrs. Brightside. All right, guys. You're listening to Mrs. Brightside, where the glass is always half full. It's your CBT on CBD. And I said that so smooth. Sorry, I like to give myself compliments as I'm like being it. Mrs. Brightside. Um, who is my guest today? Introduce yourself. Oh, hi, Lucretia. My name's Steve Moulton. Um, what, what, what to introduce? I don't know. I'm an actor. I, I dabble in stand-up comedy. I have my own podcast called What You Been Up To? And I'm here today to talk about the bright side of working from home while scraping by financially. Did I jump the gun on that introduction? Oh, no. I like cool. that you just, like, went all in. That's how you know that you do podcasting, ah. too, is, like, you get it. And I'm like, I like people who can fill the airtime. Like, some cool. people just sit there, and it's just like, no, 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 I have to cut that out, and I'm lazy. <laughs> like, um, yeah, because much like you, I do a lot of my work from home. All right. What are all the fun things you do from home? Uh, I transcribe interviews. That's as much as I'm allowed to say about yeah. it. Yeah. And then I look and look and look and look and look for acting work. And then I... Uh, Which is a major job. I mean, because... Yeah. And that's the thing is most of my stuff, whether, you know, in even like work from home or freelance stuff, it is... Half your day is spent looking for more work. Exactly. It's like the hunt is the work itself. And then when you land the work, then you're, that's when you're actually allowed to relax. And say, okay, cool, I know where that money's coming from for that day. Oh, fun stuff. Well, and that's what people don't understand about the entertainment industry until you're honestly in it. It's yeah. like the reason people make so much money for one thing is because that one thing may be all you get all year. Right. Or, like, you're basically being paid for all the years you didn't get paid. Kind of, yeah. And, like, it's a little bit of both of that. Because Adam Carolla talks about that on his podcast all the time. Um and I love listening to that because it's like, yeah. okay, this makes me feel better to know that all of this might pay off one day. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Like if I just keep trying, keep not completely falling on my, uh, you know, on my butt and keep uh, just hanging in while the competition slowly but surely lets go of the branch, I guess you could say. Yeah. And then one day, one day you finally start getting the real paychecks. Knock on wood. Yeah. Yeah, this is Swedish wood. It works. Oh, all right. Oh, all right. Ikea furniture. Hey, Swedish wood is still wood, if I'm not I mistaken. I mean, I think it's technically particle pork, but it counts. Oh, boy. No. <laughs> hey, are the particles wood? Yeah. All right. Maybe. I'm feeling lucky. I know. I love me some Ikea. Like, it is a cool store. I haven't been, well, I was about to say I haven't been in there in years, but then I realized, no, I was just in there a few months ago. Turns out my roommate works at an Ikea, 
And um, I wound up in there two days before he was about to move in and, and I think met him for the first time, even though I already knew because of my other roommate, this guy was about to be moving into my store. It was what? a weird little adventure. I know. Ikea is always a weird little adventure. That's why I love, you know, going there. It's like, yeah. you know, you ever eat in Ikea? Only once. And yeah. I've heard that they're doing breakfast now. Dude, their breakfast is the best part. Like, it sucks because they basically only serve it for, like, 30 minutes. 30 minutes? Yeah. But, like, you know, you got to get there, like, just before they, they open the store, like, is a good time to go in, go get your breakfast, and then go shop. Wow, okay. yeah, they open up the breakfast thing a little bit earlier than the store. Oh, that's very good to yeah. know. And so it's like can... three bucks. Swedish pancakes. Yeah, it's super. Like, it's better than $3, but still not like, it's not like a $15 meal. Sure. But, 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 but you know. $3. Yeah. You get getting... a pretty good deal. Wow. That's so cool. Ikea yeah. Swedish breakfast. Mm. I got to try it. One of these days, my roommate goes to work sometimes at like 7 a.m. I'm just going to be like, you right. wake me up, I'll drive separately, I'm getting that breakfast. Part of the magic of working from home. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Because, yeah, back to that. Like, isn't it great? Because, like, you can go shopping or do stuff in off times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes, if work slows down a little bit, I'll catch a movie yeah. at 11 a.m. Yeah, dude, that's my favorite time to go to things, especially, like, because I'm a big old nerd. You're in my apartment. You see that. But I can go I mean, see comic book movies. shirt I'm wearing? Oh, yeah. It's a Dune shirt. Oh, yeah. I love Dune. <laughs> oh, all right. Most people, I have to tell them all about it. Wait, you see the, the David Lynch stuff all around. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. so this is from the Black Lodge, huh? Yep. We've got the Black Lodge zigzag And then my grandma coasters. made these pillow oh, yeah, shams. Cool. Mm -hmm. I haven't watched the yeah. new season of... Oh, it was piece. good. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I was very pleased with it. But, I mean, I just love Kyle MacLachlan. Like, because... Cool. Yeah, I mean, X-Files and Twin Peaks. I mean, we had sexy FBI agents when I was growing up. That's why I almost went into that field. Did you ever see The Hidden? No, I've never seen that. It's this movie mm -hmm. where... I think he's just a cop who's really an alien in disguise. Ooh. Hunting... Another alien in disguise. This seems like a movie that I should have seen. It, uh, I don't know how old you are. Yeah. In the late 80s, it was on HBO all the time. See, I wasn't born until the late 80s, there but you that go. would be why. Because, yeah, I'm like, that seems like something I would enjoy. And I'm guessing, I'm like, my dad probably didn't rent that, because I don't think he was as big a fan of that kind and, of stuff. And it's not a movie for babies. Oh, neither is The Clockwork Orange or The Doors or anything like that, but <laughs> didn't stop my dad from showing it to me. <laughs> I was like, dude. Oh, my God. I'm like, ugh. How old were you when you saw Clockwork Orange? Uh, probably just two or three, like, oh the, for the first gosh. time. Do you have memories of it, or? Oh, yeah, like, and I've seen it a bunch since then, but, yeah, it's like, I have always had, a, like, a, uh, you know, I think it's called eidetic memory. Like, I have a very eidetic, good okay. memory. And probably from being scarred as a child from my dad just watching whatever he wanted in front of us. I, if you've seen me do stand-up, I yeah. do the bit about how my dad made my brother and I watch A Nightmare on Elm Street when I was seven and my brother was nine. So, I feel you. See, I, I don't... The eidetic memory thing. Yeah, and it's like, A Nightmare on Elm Street's one of those movies that it's like, I enjoy that. Clearly, I have, like, a Freddy Claw and stuff over there. Oh, yeah, I see um, Ash and Leatherface, too. Yeah. All right. But, uh, like, I love that kind of stuff. But I will say that we were probably shown it way too young. And A yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street is not, like, a good movie to show your kids because then they won't sleep. 
Oh, yep. But, like, Strangeland, the D. Snyder movie, have you ever seen that? Where he's, like, a, you know, lures yeah. girls online, like, and kills them and tortures them? I was already an adult when that yeah. came out. And in that movie, you should show your kids, because yes. then they won't talk to strangers on the internet. I'm like, so some of these were good. Right. Yeah. But a, a vengeful burn ghost that... Who was a child molester. And only attacks yeah. you when you're asleep. I mean, you can't defend yourself from that when you're a kid. It's crazy. I just watched part three again just the other day. Oh, night. yeah, Dream Warriors. That one's, like, the best one. That's what a lot of people yeah. say, and a lot of movie podcasts I listen yeah. to have been, like, really talking about how Dream Warriors is the best, and I was like, I haven't seen it since middle school. I gotta watch it again. And uh, let me tell you, that one girl who's like, I want to be beautiful and bad, and she's yeah. got the two switchblades, not a great knife fighter. No. She's got two knives, Freddy's got a handful of knives, and... She, even in her dream, is not very good with those knives. It's a shame. You know, it's because she was a junkie. Okay. Is that what it is? Because, yeah, doesn't he kill her with the needle? Right. Like, he's, he, his claw... T- see, the, it's been so long since I see that, but I I remember liking her and being kind of sad, and he whips out the needle uh, claw yeah. and He gets them on both her. hands, too, yeah. which is double scary. And then her, and then her arms do the, ooh, mm-hmm. it's so creepy and gross. See, oh. I don't mind gross. The one thing that actually does gross me out on TV, I will sit there and watch, like, Santa Clarita Diet or something just straight up nasty while eating, no problem. All right. The tracheotomies gross me the fuck out. Like, uh, I'm uh, like, nope, no, uh, 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 yeah. I loved House, but I would have to look away when I watched that show and never even have to do that. On House, yeah. they did a whole bunch. Yeah, it was like every episode, someone asked a tracheotomy, and I'm like, guys, no... It's gross. They loved it. I have a problem with trachs and uh, fingernail trauma. Ugh. I cannot stand. Can't stand it. I won't even bring up any examples. Cause yeah, because I was like, Tigerland has a pretty badass fingernail trauma, I think, in that. Ooh, Tigerland. ball with, trauma, with, too. With, ah, like, with Colin Farrell? That yeah. Tigerland? I don't know if I remember the fingernail trauma. Yeah, no, I'm trying to think. Is, is that the one I'm thinking of that has a fingernail? Ugh. I know, but I'm like, because it's been a while. I'm like, all I remember is Colin Farrell naked, because that's how oh. you know it was Joel Schumacher. <laughs> mm. Oh, Joel. I loved, because me and my brother were obsessed with Batman's nipples when we were younger. <laughs> like, we were like, why? and then Chris O'Donnell is like the one person on the red carpet that I will contend is a straight up asshole. He did oh. not think it was funny that I asked about that. You asked and, him on the red carpet? Yeah, about the, the nipples in the suits. And okay. I was just like, dude, what's up with that? Like, that I've always been curious my entire life. What was with the nipples on the bat suits and Robin suit? Like, And did he say he anything said, at all? You're going to have to ask Joel Schumacher about that. Like, And then, you know, but honestly, there's a lot of family guy jokes and you just see him. He is a douche. Everyone oh. else from NCIS Los Angeles is delightful. But, I never would have guessed that about know. O'Donnell. I've never really seen him on the red carpet, though, so there's that. Yeah. And then you kind of wonder, because he was, like, up there with Leonardo DiCaprio in um, the 90s as to be the it boy, and then he faded off. And just like my lovely Stephen Dorff, who I may love as an actor, but I would never want to meet him, that's no. what happened to him, too, because he oh, was wow. sort of like the same trajectory. It's like, oh, and that's what I've learned. It's like you, re- when people fall off, it's like, well, they just must have not been fun to work with. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Yikes. Let's, yeah. let's hope not. But yeah, yeah. On, on the other hand, everybody gives Keanu Reeves a hard time trying Keanu to say... Keanu Reeves is delightful. Right, and so many people are like, oh, blah, he's not a good actor. Why does he keep getting movies? It's like, well, A, he produces the a lot of his own movies. The nicest guy in the world, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
and B, any behind the scenes I've ever watched on one of his movies, he seems to be the most helpful, most workable guy imaginable. And so he keeps getting the work. Good for him, I said. Yeah, did you read the latest story where he, like, everybody, he was on a flight that was diverted to Bakersfield and, you know, they they were, you know, needed to get back to L.A., so he, like, got on the microphone and was like, guys, it'll be much shorter if we take a, all take a bus and we can go there. And he, like, coordinated wow. the whole thing, got everybody home. And you're just, and, like, you know, Way you always go. see stories of him standing up and giving a woman his seat on the yeah. subway. I love Keanu Reeves. But honestly, like, I much That's prefer so cool. those people who are the, they don't, you, I, there are great actors that I like, like Christian Bale and stuff. But it's like, I, you don't have to be that great of an actor. You just need to be likable. Right. And like like Nathan Fillion or, you know, Keanu Reeves, I'd take them over any day over like a Daniel Day Lewis. Nothing wrong with Daniel Day Lewis, but I'd rather hang out with those guys. Yeah, I wonder. Hanging out with Daniel Day Lewis, what might that be like? It would be like a different thing every week because he's such a method actor. There is that. Yeah, that that'd be the thing. Like that could be fun, but it could also be really annoying. Yeah. I just heard a story about him having some particular part on lockdown, but then getting sick and, ha- and and just deciding to give the part up. Now I can't remember what it was, but whoever wound up taking it over did like an absolutely legendary job with it. And I've completely forgotten. For all the movie podcasts I listen to, it's in one ear and out the other, Lucretia. I know, and I'm like, I have no idea because I don't know that much. I haven't heard that story. Dang it. Now i got to go back and listen to every movie podcast I listened to this past week, double listen, Find out which one it was. I know. And we can, we can do a fact check on here. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Next week you'll get an email. Normally I just say erroneous things <laughs> like, Chris O'Donnell's a douche. Like, because <laughs> 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 you've noticed this is how the podcast goes. I just go on a tangent about things. Um, but yeah. yeah, because we work from home, we have a lot of time to devote to listening to podcasts and shit. <laughs> We're free to think about whatever. Yeah. I like to take a lunch break and watch a whole entire movie in my living room and then get back to work as opposed to being stuck on a half hour for lunch while there's no restaurants near where I work. What am I supposed to eat in half an hour? All that jazz. I don't miss that jazz. How are you with rush hour traffic? Do you still find yourself stuck in it a lot when you're out doing other things or... Not usually, because yeah. um, a lot of times when I'm doing other things, it'll be like, you know, a chunk of stuff, like, you know, it's either feast or famine. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I try my best to avoid it, but then there are some times where I'll do, like, a trade show, and it's like, it's oh. eight to five, you're just screwed. But oh, luckily damn. where I live, as long as it's in downtown LA, not so bad. All right. But it's the times I've had, to, that's why I didn't even bother to go to WonderCon. I'm like, I had to drive to Anaheim too many times lately, so I'm yeah. like, no. Sorry, nerds. So, <laughs> sorry, nerds. Uh, there's enough of them down there. They can make friends with each other. I know. I'm like, it's probably the first year I haven't gone in a while, but I don't think I'm even going to go to San Diego this year. Except oh, yeah? now I almost feel obligated, and I'm like, eh, do I fill out my thing? Uh, mm. Because Supernatural, it'll be the last Hall H. Whoa. It'll be the last time. I have a handful of friends who are addicted to Supernatural. I gave up somewhere around season two, I think because I was working on the night when it was on, mm-hmm. and I didn't have DVR at the time, but yeah. I remember enjoying it a lot. So what, what, what season is this, 15 or It something? will be 15 next year. That'll be the last one. Um, That's incredible. 
Yeah, I mean, it is the longest-running consecutively, you know, for a sci-fi series. Because, wow. yes, there is Doctor Who and Star Trek, but those weren't consecutive. Yeah, they, there's and years they're of breaks yeah. in between those. But, yeah, like, and, and it's always fun, because I remember the first year I got to go to Hall H Supernatural, because if you have a press badge, you don't have to wait in line. You can go stand on the side. Awesome. And then Kansas opened it up singing Wayward Son, and I, I am not an emotional person. I literally only maybe cried in a handful of movies, like Guardians Volume 2. Um, but, like, I That's straight up cried. Movie. I was like, oh my god. Oh, <laughs> Kansas like, the band was yeah, actually Kansas there? Yeah, and, like, in Jensen and Jared, like, we have to watch at the back. Because I'm not waiting backstage for Kansas. That's like, hilarious. They had to Kansas. Sorry, that's my Jensen impersonation. That's I don't even like Kansas that much, but the fact that they showed up to do that yeah. is incredibly awesome. Because that's like the unofficial Wayward Sons, the unofficial like theme song, yeah. and like yeah, so it was pretty kick-ass. Like wow. Kansas just played the song, and then yeah, um, it's a it's a good show. Like it it will be missed, but as I yeah. say, I kind of. I would rather it end while it's still actually pretty good, right. Than to keep going. Yeah, lots of shows do that. I'm not going to mention any. Yeah. But lots of shows do. I'll say it. Game of Thrones. Yeah. I feel like they've taken a really long time to tell a story that could have been told quite a bit quicker. I'll admit it. See, Game of Thrones is one I need to you know, watch. Like, Because yeah. there's so much out there. There's like things that I just missed. And I didn't get into it at the right time. Um, so now I'm just like, okay, I guess I'll probably watch it, like, later. Because it seems like something I would enjoy, but, like, I have heard that from people. And it's like, like, Arrow, I know, is ending next season, too. Oh, yeah. And and I love Arrow, and honestly, the later seasons, except for, like, you know, some of those last two have been hit or miss, but it's one of those things that, um, they wanted to end it this year, but they oh. made them go in, because of Crisis on Infinite Earths they're doing. Oh, so wow. Big old nerd. So I'm like, oh, yeah, they're doing Crisis next year, so they're... That's kind of cool. keeping it around, but yeah, I'm like, no, because people are like, oh, how do you feel about Arrow being canceled? I'm like, guys, this is why entertainment journalism is bullshit. It's not canceled. <laughs> they didn't even want to do next year, wow. but they're like, fine, we'll do ten. Because it'll be ten seasons. Uh, you mean ten, be ten episodes. episodes. Okay. But yeah, like I'm like, it'll be season eight, I think. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. I feel like Arrow just started. I know, because I remember when Arrow started, it was still during my CW boycott days of when they oh, canceled yeah? Veronica Mars and Reaper, and I was very angry about it. And I was like, I really want to watch this. And, but then I waited and watched it later online. Right. And then The Flash start came in in season two, and I'm like, God damn it, I'm going to have to start watching this again, aren't I? And then, yeah. then there went my life. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I'm a, I feel like I'm addicted to a yeah. handful of shows, and yet there are also so many other super great shows out there that I just don't even have time for. Yeah, because I know, like, um, my mom was saying she just watched all of Stand Against Evil, and I was like, yeah, that first season was really good. I kind of forgot that there were two more. Right, because like, another good show yeah. comes along that's just like, oh, that's on break. You focus on us for now, and yeah. maybe we'll have new episodes before the other thing even returns. I know, as I say, with all my favorite shows ending again, I'm like, God, you know, I guess hopefully then I'll be writing some <laughs> instead oh, of I'm like, go. oh, I'm going to have so much time with all this. But then they got new Twilight Zone. But That's right. Dude, the first two episodes dropped today, and I already watched them, and they're amazing. 
Really? Yeah. Like, I, again, don't get emotional, but I almost cried. Because oh, I was man. like, I watched the first one, and it was the comedian with Kamel uh, Nanjiani, and oh, it was cool. just like, man, this is way too real, but oh. that's why it rules. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I'll have to try to yeah. try to watch those before falling asleep tonight. I've been awake yeah. nearly 24 hours. Oh, wow. Wait a minute. And now, a word from our sponsors. Like Mrs. Brightside? Well, the PodCoin app pays you to listen to this podcast and every podcast. It's the podcast player that pays. Yes, that's very difficult to say. Just get the PodCoin app on iPhone or Android. It's free and super easy to use. You can use the PodCoin you earn to claim gift cards and donate to charity. It literally is amazing. It turns your podcast listening into charity, or if you like, just get some Amazon or Starbucks gift cards. I don't judge. I use the PodCoin app to do all my podcast listening now, and I love it. Go get it on the App Store or Google Play today. Seriously, just get the PodCoin app and use invite code BRIGHTSIDE. You'll get 300 PodCoins just for signing up if you use my code. That's 300 PodCoins just for signing up if you use promo code BRIGHTSIDE. Go give the PodCoin app a try today. I like how you check your arm. I do that too, just out of, like, you know, I used yeah, to wear like, a watch, and I'm like, mm-hmm. It's like by pretending that I'm looking at a watch, I'm also able to sort of focus and do the math on what time it is. Um, so if I woke up at roughly 10 a.m. Sunday and have not been able to fall asleep, despite not really having all that much caffeine, yeah. that's way over 24 hours at this point. Yeah. Gosh. How have you not slept? Like, I took, I went to sleep at like 10.30 last night and still took a nap. Good for you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm usually pretty good to fall asleep close-ish to 10. And then even like when I finish my regular day job, which requires just so much processing of words and then spell checking, spell checking, spell checking. I'm always ready for a nap after that. But lately, these past two weeks, Sunday night, I just cannot fall asleep. And then I wake up. Well, I don't. I just go, okay, it's almost morning. Get out of bed. Do more work. Try to fall asleep. Still can't. But tonight I'm going to sleep like... I'm going to sleep like this lovely doggy here. Sleep like Zephyr. Yeah, she sleeps so soundly because, like, I I mean, she's a little older, so she's losing her hearing some. And that's why what is awesome about me, too. I'm deaf on the right side. Oh, wow, really? So I sleep a lot sounder than most people because I'll just roll over on the left one. Put the left ear down, huh? Yeah, but I'm like, wow. Like, and you don't smoke weed or anything to go to sleep? No. no. I'm not against it. I just never really bother to. Money's yeah. tight enough. I don't need to <laughs> I don't need to have weed into my budget. God help us. I know. Like, that's what I'll say. It's like, oh, uh, there's... Well, I have a pretty big weed budget. That's where all my money goes besides Aww. rent and weed. I'm like... But it, it's my medicine. Like, it, it keeps yeah. me from killing all of you. So just, <laughs> and that's what my mom always said. You know what? I, I, I'd rather you be a pothead than a bitch. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that's pretty true of anyone, though. I'd, I'd definitely prefer to hang around somebody who's just a little stoned and happy than somebody yeah. who's, you know, a complete maniac all the time. Yeah. I haven't been stoned in a very long time. Maybe a couple of years. Oh, really? Yeah. I got stoned on my birthday a couple of years ago, and I think that was the last time. And it was hard. It hit me. It hit me like a ton of bricks. I'd eaten too much of an edible, forgotten that I'd eaten it, had a workout, and then was just like, "What is happening to me, you guys?" And then uh, some buddies of mine, we went and saw this Brian De Palma documentary, and oh, I remember cool. it was pretty cool. Yeah. 
He's he's the only one who talks on it though, yeah. which is a little weird. It's that like, is weird. <laughs> some other people comment on his movies, but um, I remember standing in line for a snack, and I felt like I was just doing a wave motion from the waist up, like my whole upper body was. <laughs> and I I look over to my friend and I just go, "Am I like, am I like dancing all around right now?" And he was like. I have literally never seen you stand as still as you're standing right now. And I was like, Damn it! And it was uh, it was rough. And then apparently during the movie, I kept looking over and being like, "Guys, am I talking way too much?" And they'll go, "You haven't said anything for 20 minutes." It was uh, that was the last time, and it might stay the last time. I'm not sure. Well, Maybe not. and that's why I am working so hard to get this pilot made and cool. um, do like you know a show Dopra the Oprah of weed like a morning daytime like homage to teaching people because like edibles can be great if they are low dose and they are properly dosed because right. like I eat these little like five milligram things like all the time um, and it's like you know 2.5 like for the mints or like five for like you know a lot of the little little chocolates like terabytes and stuff like that that's really all most people need and can like gradually and it's so much better for you but it's like those high i mean and i have a pretty high tolerance but like i could probably take one of those higher dose things and be fine but like so many things are just not even properly labeled and that's what i want to do is kind of kind of educate people on no you can use it as medicine and like you know i i prefer i will say i still prefer smoking a joint to anything else but you know whenever i have to go to other parts of this country where i can't just have we delivered right. I have to have vape pens and, and edibles in my bag wow yeah and I could teach people what to carry and what <laughs> that's really good yeah that's I could I could use information like yeah because you know I'm thinking about maybe dabbling in it more but uh yeah I can give you some edibles to take home try out oh my gosh don't tell <laughs> yeah. me don't tell me that the, from that story yeah. I told a minute ago yeah. apparently the but, cookie uh, had been triple dosed Oh, wow. My roommate got it for me for my birthday. I was about to take just a huge bite off, and he's like, stop. He's like, you don't know what you're doing. You don't do this often enough. And he broke me off just the teeniest, tiniest piece of the cookie. Oh, wow. And that was all. I mean, we're talking like the size of a chocolate chip with some cookie crusty around it, and that was all it took. And I got, I don't even know the word for it. It's not, you know, it's not shit face like when you're drunk. It's just like way too effing high. As um, my brother once put it, whenever he, like, I had these 100 milligram sodas from, like, I used to demo them, like, and then they told me to quit telling people to mix them with alcohol. I'm like, well, you know what? It's more fun if you do. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, my brother it's drank one, fun. and he's like, I'm not baked, I'm broiled. Because oh, <laughs> like, he was so fucked up. Wow. That was that was how he put it. So I was like, maybe that's what you describe it as. Maybe he's I like, got I'm broiled. not baked, I'm broiled. That's a good one. Yeah, it was, uh, it was broiled. I've never, ever, ever been that high in my life. And I don't use it a lot. But that was way beyond. I saw God that... No, I didn't really. Mm. I saw Brian De Palma that day at the New Beverly. Yeah, um, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> until we get to Scarface. Yeah. No, I kid. Where were we? The brighter side of working from home, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, another thing that you wanted to talk about, which oh, is, again, boy. about the bright side of working from home, is you can go to Disneyland when there's not a bunch of fucking kids. Yeah, that, yeah, that part is nice. Um, yeah. So I did the math recently. 
I've been to Disneyland roughly 120 times in the last five years because I never went to it until I was about 33 years old. My parents never took me to theme parks very much at all. They took me to like one near our hometown, one a little farther away, that was it. Yeah, we 30... would go to Six Flags. And oh, yeah? the first time my brother got high, I took him to Six Flags and it was raining, so we didn't have to wait in line for any rides. We just kept riding rides. Holy we rode the smokes. Batman five times in a row. <laughs> I've heard the Batman is crazy. It is amazing. Is that one where you're like like face down toward the ground or is that Superman? Um no, the Superman is like you like shoot up. That one's pretty fun. Um, and then the Batman is like a roller coaster, and you're like strapped in, you got the yellow straps, and then there's a lot of just whirling around, but and it's so fast. Like dangling? A, yeah, your feet are dangling? Yeah, your feet are dangling on both of them, yeah. Wow. I've never been on a feet dangle roller coaster. Yeah, I never have. No. I'm not great with roller coasters at all. Yeah, I can't, go, that's the only one I've ever been able to do that actually goes upside down, but it's because you literally, it's only for like a split second. Okay. And like, because if I go upside down, I have low blood pressure, so I oh. will just pass out. I freaked out my friend's parents on the flashback. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> How quickly do you wake up? Just Like, yeah, I just kind of woke up, but like, you know, Whoa. it was just, and they give, I just get a really bad headache after it too, uh. and I'm like, no, I don't, no, that's not that fun for Oh, no. No, thank you. Yeah. Um, I, I can handle all the coasters at Disneyland now, but it took a lot of practice. But, you know, they've got that California Dream and has the loop-de-loop in it. Oh, man. And the first time I did that was only my second time ever going on a loop roller coaster. And so um, I had to be talked into it and bribed with a free churro afterward. You know, they were like, just get on. We'll have a gift for you. Oh, like, all right, nice. fine. And then, hey, free churro. Yeah. Saved five bucks by screaming my head off for two minutes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Disneyland addiction, it's real. I suffer from it. But it's part of the magic of working from home. Because occasionally you can just be like, you know what? It's about to be pretty slow. Going to see who else has a pass. See who else wants to go. Hike ten miles that day all around the park. And then uh, drive home. And, uh, you know, my calves will kill for the next yeah. day, but that's a small price to pay for a, a day at Disneyland, I think. Yeah, and now they're going to have, I mean, the Star Wars stuff is about to open, and I'm like, I was kind of waiting for that. I'm like, I haven't been, but I'm like, you know what, me and my, bro my, my brother comes here, he loves Star Wars more than anything, yeah. so, and we've seen all of the movies together, I'm like, no, we got to go to this together. You, um, whenabouts is he coming to town? I don't know, like, because okay. I think he's about to quit his job, but it'll oh, be wow. soon. Like, yeah. All right. Well, some inside scoop. So apparently yeah. Star Wars Land is opening May 31st. Mm. Galaxy's Edge is what they're calling it. They yeah. They won't be calling it Star Wars Land. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, they're saying it's going to be opening May 31st, and you will only be able to get in if you have a reservation mm. for, I think, the first maybe 60 days. The whole time that's going on, my pass will be blacked out anyway. Oh, so wow. I can't go to any part of the park. Um, yeah, that's like universal. I'm so close, but I've never even done that either. And I've always wanted to go to Halloween Horror Nights, but it's too expensive. And it's like, yeah. you know, okay, it, like, I've still never even been able to get a press pass for that. Oh, wow. Masters. I've never even thought about looking into a press pass. But yeah, Horror Nights yeah. is expensive and without front of the line pass. Yeah, there's no point, is it's what I've been told. Kind yeah. of pointless. I know people that try it and they're just like, we waited. Two hours for one day's, 
two hours for another maze, and then we were just like, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, and that's me. I couldn't me. imagine that. I hate lines. Like, yeah. when, if my bad place, like, thing will be me waiting in a line. Oh, I know no. that. Um, because it's like, I hate it. Like, I, that's the thing, is I wouldn't wait in line for Hall H or Supernatural. I have to have a special badge where they just let me in. Right. No, or I wouldn't do it. I don't wait in lines. No. I have probably spent too much of my life yeah. waiting in lines, but, um, I'm okay. But uh, I also now know all the tips and tricks on how to get around Universal. I can get done with that whole park in like four hours now. Oh, wow. So that's... It's pretty small. But yeah. It's very small. There's maybe four rides, and then there's like a few shows, and then there's the tour, which is kind of just a relax-a-thon. Yeah. With, with, and then, you know, you get scared once in a while, but... But, uh, yeah, actual ride rides. Well, I guess there's six now because of Harry Potter Land, which I'm too big for. <laughs> breaks my heart. First time I went, I get on the roller coaster. Well, not even. They have these tester seats outside. Yeah. So I go to the one at Hogwarts, and you got to pull it down in front of you. So I start pulling it down. My hands get to here, and already the bar is cutting into my shoulder so much that, like, if I try to pull it anymore, it just gets painful. And so they're like, you're just too big to go on this ride. And then I go to the other Harry Potter ride, the Flight of the Hippogriff. I go to pull the bar over my knees, and there's this weird crossbar that just bangs right into my shins. And I don't know how anybody deals with that thing. So, couldn't ride either of the two newest rides at Universal yet. Bastards. I know. I have friends who work there. I'm hoping one day they'll be like, all right, Steve, they're building bigger guy seats for both of those rides. But I'll be amazed if that actually happens. Darn it. Oh, theme parks. I don't know. It's like, yeah, I mean, and the Texas Giant, this one, was too big to ride around when she died. So at least you didn't, you had the tester seat and um, didn't get on it. Are you saying she was too big, she got on anyway? Yeah, like, well, and she the... told them she couldn't really buckle it, and they were like, oh no, you'll be fine, and then she died. Whoa, that happened to me on Space Mountain yeah. without the death, I'm happy yeah. to say. Yeah, which is good. Holy moly. Good death. But yeah. yeah, Texas Giant at Six Flags Over Texas. Oh my god! That's like the one theme park I've probably been to more than once because hey. that was the one we always go to. Mention it as yeah. often as you well, want. No. I've already mentioned Disneyland 48 times. Uh -huh. I've only been here for 30 minutes. But um, yeah. that's crazy. The The park attendants were like, oh, you'll be fine. Yeah, and then that's when insane. they got sued the fucking death. Like, isn't their whole job to go hey, that's not buckled properly. I'm afraid I have to ask you to step off the That ride. is what I always wonder. But but much like a lot of things that should be more important jobs, like, you know, people could die, I find that they have the most incompetent people oh, doing no. them. Mm -hmm. You're probably right. I've never been to a, yeah. the Six Flags over here. I've been to the Hurricane Harbor, which yeah. is part of it. Yeah. And it was one of the worst experiences of my life. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a scorching hot day. All the lines were insanely long. Finally, I was just like, guys, I'm just going to get in the wave pool and stay there so that I don't cook to death. Yeah, that, that is the thing, too. And that's probably why I hate lines so much. Because going to Hurricane Harbor sometimes as a kid, 90% of your day was not spent in the water. It was spent right. in the fucking lines. Right. And it's like, no, this is some bullshit. 
Because this was before Dallas had anything other than, like, Hurricane Harbor for water parks. Now oh, they have wow. a bunch of, like, smaller ones, like Hawaiian Falls and stuff. But, oh, that's cool. But, yeah. And I'm not a big water park person, except for the ones that are in the Korean spas in Dallas. Because they're small, like, and they're pretty kick-ass. Like, small but, water parks? Yeah, it's like, they have more of, like, the little, like, um, weird jets and stuff like that in the, in the you know, spas. Like, in, they have, like, pools. And then All there's, right. like, a kick-ass slide. Like... There's, like, right. one little slide and a few things in them, and that's pretty cool. And that's good enough for me. And, too, no lines. But, um, yeah, to me, water parks are one of those things that I think of as an adult that I'm like, you know, I don't think I'd be interested in going to one just because it's, like, it's a cesspool of disease. There's quite a bit of that. Yeah. You know, they're, they're definitely not up to snuff on keeping it clean. Um, yeah, one time, too, at SeaWorld when we were little, my little brother has always, like, shit up his butt, I guess. Like, he sat on one of the jets, and, like, then he shit everywhere, and it was hysterical. Like, <laughs> in the pool or whatever? Well, like, no, like, it was, like, you know, those little jets that shoot up out of the ground, like, oh, and, like, okay. they're there, and, like, then he just sat on it, because he's like, well, because <laughs> he's always been into that. Wow. And then, um, then he started to shit everywhere, and it was really funny. <laughs> my mom is horrified. Oh my god! Me and her boyfriend are laughing. <laughs> I think I would either laugh or yeah. scream. You know, like I yeah, it's might funny. as well laugh. Yeah. Wow! And that's how I know water parks are gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, it's 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 rough. That Hurricane Harbor trip yeah. that was a rough day, and there were only like three things to choose from for lunch. It was ridiculous. Yeah. You know, locker access was substandard. Give me Disneyland any day. Splash Mountain. When you get hot again, Grizzly Rapids over there at uh, California Adventure cools you right off. Get hot again. Haunted Mansion, air-conditioned and dark. It's great. Great stuff. Yeah, that's why I like the roller coasters that are in the dark. Somehow that makes me feel better. Like, a oh, yeah. runaway mountain at Six Flags like that. But what's a space uh, mountain space is mountain. like that in Disney World, right? Yeah, yeah, complete darkness. I mean, there's a little tiny bit of light. They have, like, a stars effect and yeah. stuff going on. Sometimes they change it up for Halloween. They do Ghost Galaxy. Oh, cool. Sometimes they turn it to Star Wars Hyperspace Mountain, which is kind of cool. You see, like, space battles going on as you're flying through. But, um... Yeah, my first time ever on Space Mountain. It was my first day ever at Disneyland. I'd gotten in for free with a buddy who had the Silver Pass. Have you ever Ooh. heard about this? No. I'm so going to tell like you that. Certain employees of like Disney Channel, ABC, the park itself, any of their Disney... What do you call those? Uh, sister companies or whatever. Yeah. Um, they get this silver pass. They can get themselves and three other people in for free on certain days. So this guy took me, my friend Samantha, her little brother. We get on Space Mountain. I go to pull the thing over my knees. And it just hits my knees and won't pull. And the thing, the cart starts moving. And I look at the attendant and he goes, is that? Uh, and I go, it won't do it, dude. And we were already moving. And he just looked at me and went, Huh? And shrugged, and we just went, and I just oh held on for dear life. Now, the good news is I'm a yeah. very large man, so I was already pretty well, like, wedged, wedged in there, yeah. Yeah, down into the seat. I, don't, I can't imagine the physics that it would have taken to pop me out of that position, but uh, it was terrifying. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, so I held on to the loose bar that wouldn't go over my knees, and then I held on, there's a bar right at the front of your car that's behind the other two people's heads, 
held on to both of those for dear life and just uh, screamed my head off. And every time I've been on since then, it's been mostly okay. Yeah. I've discovered if you sit in the very back row, that's kind of slightly better built for tall people. Or so they tell me. Yeah. Experience seems to bear that out. I don't know. Like, but it locks if you sit in there? It does okay, lock. Good. Thank God. Because, yeah. I don't know, maybe, maybe getting tossed out to your death on Space Mountain could be kind of cool. But then you wouldn't be around afterward to hear about how cool it is. I did a podcast on all the deaths at Disneyland, and I don't remember anybody dying at Space Mountain, so at least you have that. Lots of people have died on the Matterhorn, though. Apparently, that is one of the more dangerous ones, because people stand up, and it clearly says, don't do that. Yeah, like, and that that was, like, the most dangerous of the rides. Have you ever been on the Matterhorn? No, I've never been to Disneyland. Oh, okay. Yeah. I forgot that you had mentioned that. But, yes, the Matterhorn... Is terrifyingly there. You go under so many low, whatever yeah. you want to call it, and uh, yeah, I mean, like, don't even put your hands up on the Matterhorn. That's crazy. So people have died on that thing. That's terrifying. Yeah, yeah I've I've only heard a few of the deaths at Disneyland stories, but the ones I've heard are gruesome. Yeah. Well, and that to me is, I'm like, Disneyland by far is probably one of the safer parks in anything under the Disney umbrella because, like, they have the money to do so. Right. But, like, as I say, I mean, Six Flags, you know, at least over Texas because that's the original one, like, that one that one death was kind of one of the only ones I remember hearing about. Oh, wow. But some of the other, like, branches of stuff, I'm like, there was some water park in Missouri recently that were being sued out the ass because the kid was decapitated. And you're like... Holy moly. I'm like, and, and too, I'm like, I used to really love like going to stuff like that but as an adult I'm like again all these people are really incompetent and I'm like I'm not really afraid of a lot of stuff but I'm like that'd be a pretty crappy way to go dying on an amusement park ride because oh most gosh. of the stuff is pretty horrible yeah Ooh. Yeah, I know. I'm like, well, am I going to ruin Disneyland for you? I'm like, uh, at least, as I say, most of the deaths were on the Matterhorn and for people being stupid. That's the thing about the Disneyland deaths is, like, these were all on the part of the individual. Yeah, Like, I don't, there was none that was on a malfunction of the ride. Okay. That I remember. Like, I was like, and that was one thing I noted in it. It was like, you know, I don't think that anybody, you know, all of these were people were just stupid. Like, (laughs) and it's like, that's not Disney's fault. (laughs) Very true. You know what? Very true indeed. What are we, what's another bright side of working from home? I feel like we've only scratched the surface. Yeah, because like, one thing I like is like, you know, I, you know, as we said, you know, not having to put on pants, pants, which is (laughs) great, or just clothes in general, like you don't have to. But, like, I have pets, and I like to spend time with them, especially because my dog is, like, 15 and needs a lot of extra care. So, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Like, I get to walk my dog whenever and spend time with him. That and then my cat great. jumps on my uh, computer all the time. Aw. Mm-hmm. How old is your cat again? She's 12. Oh, that's great. Yeah, they're pretty close in age. You're doing a great job of catting around there. Yeah. Thank you. She's looking right at She's like, hey, y'all are talking to me. Hey, and it's like, let's each stare at you. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Being able to spend time with your pets whenever you want. A perk yeah. of working from home, even if it means you got to scrape it on by. I know, because that's the thing. It's like, I've tried to be like, could I work a few days a week somewhere? Like, right. you know, I wouldn't mind that. But then it'd be one of those things that 
I'm kind of an insane person, and when I get bored of things, and, like, I just start fucking up. Like, <laughs> that is why, I mean, because, like, Office Space is, like, my favorite movie. Yeah. You see there's a giant poster, a Peter Gibbons pop, and stuff around here. But, like, it's, like, I, and I guess that's why I can't do that. I can't work in an office, because, yeah. like, I would just start doing, like, Peter, like, fucking shit up, <laughs> like, for fun, setting shit on fire, like. Looks like you've been missing an awful lot of work lately, Peter. Yeah. No one's say I've been missing it, Bob. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I've, I've, the current job that I do, I've been in there for eight years now. Oh, wow. They have flown right by. But um, before that, the longest job I ever kept was like four years. And that job started driving me nuts after like the first six months. But it paid so well. Yeah, and that's always a good thing. One thing I'll say is the couple of things, because there was one job where I didn't even really get paid, but sadly it's the longest I was ever somewhere. It was like three uh, three years. Didn't really get paid. Oh, yeah. Well, because I was like a host for After Buzz TV. Oh, And okay. like, you know, you got paid and exposure to right. show up and talk about shows that you like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's sadly the longest I've ever had it, held uh, something at the same company. Wow. Because the only other place I worked... For an extended length of time was Equinox, and that was a year. Equinox, the gym the, chain. The gym chain, yeah, the one in oh, Dallas, right. like the crappy one in Dallas, the Preston Hollow one. I would occasionally get to work at the good one, but there's a crappy Equinox. Well, in by Equinox standards, okay, like, that makes because sense. that's what I'll say. It's like it, it is like still the keels and the, all the nice stuff, but yeah. it's like it was like not as cool as the other one. Like it's okay. sort of like you know how they have to have two targets in the vicinity. There's yeah. the good target and the bad target. No matter where you live, that exists. We have three right near. Yeah. Here. Where I'm from, well, I mean thanks to the three near here and then where I'm located, I technically have like five nearby. Oh yeah, cuz I even go to that one in North Hollywood over the Burbank one sometimes because my storage unit's over there and, oh, and all um, right. you know, they have some different drive-throughs, so I'm like, Man. yeah. And, and they uh, have a witch witch in that Target. So they you do? get a sandwich while you're shopping. I see it there. How have I never noticed this? Probably cuz I barely ever go into that one. Yeah, it's the one there on it. Victory. Yeah, yeah. Victory and Vine. Yeah. I only go there if I can't find what I'm looking for at Burbank Target, or as I like to call it, Heaven on Earth's Target. Yeah, because the Burbank Town Center Target is clearly way better in a lot of ways, but half the time they don't have certain things. That's the only yeah. thing that bugs me. But, like, and also, though that you cannot go there on the weekends. You will die. Um, too many damn people. You've got to go at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Going yeah. back to how we can do that. You know the best time I found to ever go to Target ever? Late at night. Not yeah. even, yeah. but Halloween night. Ooh. One time I wound up in Target at about 8 p.m. on Halloween, and it was completely dead. That's awesome. Uh, it was great. I was just like, so this is the night when just nobody comes to Target. Okay, this is good to know. Halloween night. Everybody's out Halloweening. Debauchery, yeah. Yeah, trick-or-treating, partying. Watching scary movies, not me. I had to go to Target. I forget why. But let me tell you, I was in and out in like 11 minutes. Wow. Those are times, though, I like to savor it. I'll just start looking around more. Like, be like, there's no one here. This is awesome. I'm right. walking around. Like, I'm going to explore an aisle I've never even been to before. Yeah. I'll go down those home improvement aisles and plan out making my bed into a loft bed or oh, things cool. like that. I love 
like I love like like things like that design. As I say, that's why I like IKEA. But that's cool. But I Target actually is getting. That's the thing is, I bought some nice shorts the other day at Target, and I'm like, man, these are actually like nice looking clothes like that cool. they've got now. I'm like, man, you know, people, I don't shop at Target and Kohl's. You don't need designer stuff. Plus, a lot of the designers have their own brands in there. Very true. Yeah. Very true indeed. I pretty much go into Target, I buzz through the clearance clothes, look for anything 2X. If I don't find anything I like, hit the Ross, then hit Burlington. Oh, yeah. Burlington has some secret awesome finds, especially for home stuff. Oh, yeah? Like, I love, like, getting a little, like, things. Because, yeah, you may have to switch, like, the uh, lids on some... Uh, Soap dispensers or whatever, but right. you, know, you get some nice stuff for next to nothing at Burlington. Then. Switch the lids on some soap dispensers? What does that even mean? Well, if one's broken on the one you uh, want on the bottom, like, you just switch the top, and most of them are pretty, like, I did that for my mom. I I was, she was like, oh, man, I like this, but it's broken. I said, well, not anymore. Not just switched anymore. it. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about the potential I, for Burlington. I think that's where I got these little weed jar things that I have. Oh, that's cool. It was cool. Burlington at the Burbank Mall. Dude, the Burbank Mall, if, if I always like to think of, because um, Dawn of the Dead is one of my favorite movies, yeah. I always like to imagine which mall I would want to be trapped in. And I think it would be the Burbank Mall, because they have a world market, so there's plenty of beer. It'd be a pretty alright mall to yeah. get trapped in. Um, there may be too many exits, which oh, yeah. also equals too many entrances, but I haven't taken a good walk around that mall in a while. I could be wrong. Yeah. But, uh... You know, there's there's plenty of all sorts of stuff. Have you ever seen, I don't know if it's still there, but for years, in the very bottom floor, there was this store that sold, like, a lot of, like, uh, Asian and Chinese imported, imported oh, yeah. decorations. And then in the back corner, they had millions of swords and knives. And, oh, it was great. Yeah, I think it's still there. Because, I like, hope so. Yeah, like, uh, they, or at least they have a store like that. Oh, and that is great. the thing, too, is I'm like, this mall is so eccentric. You really could live in there for a while, like, if the zombies were outside. Like, I think so. I, but I'm still upset about the PF chains no longer being there. That's what's curbed, curbed my Burbank Mall shopping, is um, once right. they got rid of the PF chains, it was hard for me to justify just hanging out there. Yeah, understandable. You know, I don't know if I've been in since the big remodeling yeah. took place. Dang it. Maybe I'll stop in tomorrow whenever I want. Uh, yeah, because as I say... Don't sleep on the world market. They have a yeah. decent beer selection, and you just get all your shopping done at the mall there. World market. Have you ever found, what's that game that they do where, like, if you find this certain symbol among the shelves, you you bring it up to the counter and they give you, like, ten bucks off on your visit? No, but now I want to. But does it apply? Because they can do coupons for alcohol here. They couldn't in Texas. Oh. I wonder if I can use it on alcohol, because that's what I mostly buy at world market. I almost think we yeah. did. The first, the only time I ever yeah. went in there, my buddy was like, "Look for this thing." Huh. If I first one to find the first one gets ten bucks off, whoever finds the second one gets five bucks off, and boom, he found the first one. Wow. We kept looking around. I found the second one, and I think we bought some alcohol that day and got a discount. Or maybe yeah. we just bought so much stuff that because we bought a lot of stuff. We bought Moshi, we bought HP sauce. 
probably some sort of kitchen utensils. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like, their cooking stuff is um, pretty badass. And, like, I like that they have, like, weird food and stuff because that's what I prefer to eat. Yeah. But, yeah, like, that does remind me of, like, because World Market is owned by the same people who own Bed Bath & Beyond. And there's oh. that weird Bed Bath & Beyond with a World Market inside of it on Olympic. And you can use the 20% off coupons for alcohol. That's crazy. Yeah. I never knew about that at all. Then again, I never shop on Olympic. Yeah. Do I ever... When was the last time I was on Olympic? Do you ever find yourself not getting to certain parts of town for, like, years at a time? Um, not necessarily years, but, like, uh, I don't know. It may have been a year since I've been to the marina. Like, because uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I used to live... Um, the first two years I lived here, this is why I had no friends, because I didn't realize how big of a pain in the ass the west side is to everything else. But I lived in Santa Monica, like, right by the promenade, and then I moved to the marina, um, right there on Venice, and it was just, uh, in Venice Beach, and it's just wow. like, wow, like, though, it was, so, it is horrible. Yeah. And I'm like, Locals I was so, there. like, annoyed all the time, and then I moved to Hollywood, <laughs> then I was like, I'm so much happier. The beach sucks here. Because yesterday, me and my friend went to this horrible event. That was, like, at the Lux Hotel. And we're like, damn it, we forget that it's on Sunset, but it's on Sunset at the 405. Ooh. So we had to go, like, much further. And then I'm like, Ugh, and hopefully it's cool. We get in there, it is lame, it's a clusterfuck, and we're like, let's just leave. Oh, dang. Took 30 minutes to get the valet to get our my damn car. And, like, so I'm like, hey, want to just go eat somewhere nice on this side? We're never over here. And I was like, hey, let's drive to Malibu. All right. Because you're, like, half, you're, you're more than halfway there. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, it was horrible. Because oh. it was such a nice day yesterday. Everyone oh, had the idea to go to right. fucking Malibu. Damn. And it took us over an hour to get back home. And I'm like, no. Uh, on a Sunday? Yeah, on a Sunday. Because Sunday is the best traffic day in LA. Right. And that was why I was like, this is some bullshit. But we went to the Malibu Pier and ate, which also took forever. Oh, what's there to eat on the Malibu Pier? The they sport have, fishing pier? Um, Yeah, like they have... um. It's called Malibu Farms. They have a little cafe and a restaurant. Oh, we just went to the cafe because I like, hadn't eaten and it. it was like 4 o'clock because the okay. food at the thing sucked too. Oh, no. But yeah, I was like, I want to go to Malibu Farms because it's only been there about a year or two, I think, oh, okay. where they redid the pier. All right. But yeah, it's pretty nice because I always think of, I love that show Franklin and Bash. That's even what I named my boobs. But they their first... <laughs> The first, like, year of the show, they lived on the Malibu Pier, like, because you would always see it in, like, the exterior shots, like, and, oh, but they would funny. be like, yeah, this is our place in Malibu, I'm like, that's what's that restaurant now, but they wow. were using it in the show as their house. All right. That's hilarious. That story's funny the whole way through. Yeah. I don't well, know. All the tangents of <laughs> I don't know if I've seen the Malibu Pier in over yeah. a year. Because it's one of those parts of town I just don't get to that often. Because you forget how far it fucking is. Yep. And you're like, oh, wow. Because I'm like, oh, man, I need to get gas. I ain't making home. I'm like, it's 20 miles. We're not that far. And I'm like, no, we're like 30 miles away from the valley, huh? It's madness. Madness, I tell you. I think one day I might have put 100 miles on my car in one day. Just getting from one part of L.A. to another and back. Oh boy. I might have chosen to block that day from memory too. It, LAX was probably involved, and then a closure on the 405 was also probably involved, and I thought, I'm going to take my own way home and figure it out as I go. And then it was like 1 a.m., and I was like, I'm finally back in North Hollywood. Oh, wow. 
fortunately, it was around Christmas. It was the, the time of year. When Where there's just, least less people. Yeah, yeah, there's less people. There's less work waiting at home. It's like, all right, having a little driving adventure today. Yeah, and that was one of the things I did. Like, you know, that's how I knew everything in Malibu so well. It was one of my random jobs was this. I fixed these chargers and replenished, like, the little pieces to them. Cool. It's Starbucks. And my Starbucks, that's... I had all the way from San Pedro to Malibu. And, like, even up into Compton. That's what I realized, guys. Compton's actually not bad. Like, I drove around there and didn't feel unsafe at all. And I was like, no, I like Compton. I've been in town People 15 nice. years. I don't think yeah. I've ever been to Compton. People were nice there, and they right. had a lot of nice new stuff. That's where I found Tor. And I found out where Torrance was and saw Torrance High, which is where Buffy, Nine Hundred Two One Zero, and the movie Bring It On. That was all their high school, and oh, I was cool. like, "Yeah, and it's pretty cool." And and that was what I liked about that job is I'm like, it was a lot of driving, which sucked, but I would try to do it in off times, like right. um, and like go around because it's like, oh, I'm seeing a lot of the city I would have never found otherwise. That's when I found Rancho Palos Verdes. And I'm like, man, that's beautiful. Yeah. But it's like literally in the middle of fucking nowhere in L.A. I'm not even sure if I've been to Rancho Palos Verdes. I might be thinking of a different rancho. Yeah, it's like past um, South Bay. So like, yeah, all of South Bay. And then it's like sort of like the end just before you get to Long Beach. Because, yeah, like San Pedro and like the Gartley um, Container Island, as I call it, is like the other (laughs) side of it. That's good. Yeah, it's where they have all the containers that come in from China. When you, to Rancho Palos Verdes, do you, like, get off the freeway and then you go up an insanely steep hill? I think so. That's just, like, through the middle of a town and yeah. then on the other side of that is Rancho Palos Verdes? That, yeah, that seems right because it's, like, Rolling Hills Estates, yeah. it, like, Torrance, Rolling Hills, and then Rancho is, like, the beautiful, like, cliffs where people die cliff diving all the oh, time. Oh, they do? Yeah, people, because idiot teenagers jump off. That's no fun. Yeah. Don't jump off cliffs, kids. I mean, unless you know it's 100% safe. Yeah. You know, if a trusted adult can tell you, I jumped off that cliff a thousand times, then give it a try. Don't just jump willy-nilly off cliffs. Did you ever go cliff jumping as a kid? No. I did once. Didn't bother jumping off the cliff. Almost did get attacked by, well, got chased and almost bitten by a German shepherd or two. Oh, wow. But uh, it was an adventurous day. No, I'm from the Piney Woods of East Texas, so we oh, don't cool. really have, like, tall um, cliffs or anything. No. It's pretty flat up There's there. There's, like, a quarry nearby or anything? No, we, we did play in a cement plant. Ah. We, like, we did a lot of weird shit, like, hang out in graveyards. I broke into this abandoned house at the graveyard. Like, you know. A house at the graveyard? Oh, I yeah, guess, was, like, the caretaker's yeah. house or something? Yeah, well, like, it wasn't in use. Like, that was why I just could punch out the window. And, and like, the <laughs> second story was, like, caving in. It was cool. Did you well, find anything really cool inside? Or? There was some jelly in a knocked-over fridge, and um, I said I would eat it if someone paid me. Oh, but no. It was preserves. No. It might have been fine. Nobody had the money, though? No. That's probably for It's like, best. I'm not going to eat it for free. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to eat it. It's like, I, I'm the one who broke in here. I know I'm the biggest badass, but... Hell, yeah. I'm just trying to make some money to buy more weed. Yeah, <laughs> so that I can... So that this jelly will taste better. Yeah. So I can make more money. So I can buy more weed. So this jelly will taste even better. Um, gosh. Yeah. What was... I don't know. I keep almost asking you, what you been up to? But no, that's my podcast. Oh, yeah. We're not playing that game right now. Yeah. Like, as we start to wrap up here, though, you want to plug your podcast again? And maybe your social media? They want to keep up the conversation with you? I kind of have to plug two podcasts. Okay, then. So... 
I do the podcast, What You've Been Up To. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on pretty much any favorite podcast app that you might have. I know that right now I see indication that people are listening to it on iTunes, but somehow it is not yet findable on Apple Podcasts. I don't know huh. why. But more importantly, there is a podcast that you can find on Apple Podcasts, and it's called Blackout, starring Rami Malek. Oh, cool. And I'm in it. Yeah. I got to act with him shortly before he won his Oscar. It was a blast. It's a, it's a theatrical, episodic kind of podcast. Yeah, I've been wanting to get into those, because Misha Collins is doing one, too. That oh, really? Yeah. Misha? Co- oh, from Supernatural. Supernatural. Yes. <laughs> There's another famous Misha. Who am I always confusing my Misha Misha's? Barton. The Misha chick from Barton. The OC. So she's the girl from the OC. Misha Collins is the guy from Supernatural. Yeah. All right. I might remember that for at least another Maybe. hour. But uh, Blackout, starring Rami Malek. Tonight at midnight... There will be an all-new episode, episode four. They're only about 30 minutes each, and um, it's a very exciting time. It was number two in the top 100. Last I checked, it was number eight, but that was like yesterday, and the new episode had already been out for a while. So episodes every Tuesday. My podcast, What You Been Up To, I kind of just do it whenever I want. It's a fun way to kill a little bit of time if I don't feel the need to get the heck out of my apartment when I finish with my work. But um, usually I finish work, shower, go do something so that I don't get cabin fever, you know. But yeah, Blackout starring Oscar winner Rami Malek. I can't push it enough, ladies and gentlemen. Have you listened to any of it yet? It's okay to say no. No, like, but I'm like, that sounds pretty cool because I saw it and I think I saw it from your post about it and I'm I like, think- that sounds like something I'd enjoy. Like, because I love podcasts. I mean, that's why I do this and... You know, once I'm out of my Adams for the week, um, when, and then my Dax is, I go to look for new stuff, yeah. What does out of my Adams mean? Uh, Adam Carolla podcast. Ah, like, he does, uh, I he listen does to most of his. So, yeah. like, uh, and then I, like, I listen to all those. I mean, he pretty there's, much podcasts all day, every day, yeah, right? Like, there's much. the Adam Carolla podcast, there's Good Sports, there's... The Adam and Dr. Drew Adam show. Adam and Dr. Drew. Reasonable sure. Doubt. I like that one. There's got to be some kind of car yeah. talk. One. Yeah, there's CarCast and Ace on the House. I don't regularly listen to those unless, yeah. like, those, those same thing with a lot of the Dr. Drews, I don't listen to unless I like the guests or more. Yeah. Well, like, um, just because there's so much, but, um, yeah, Dr. Drew's new one, Dr. Drew After Dark is really funny. That's what it's called? Yeah, Dr. Drew After <laughs> Dark. Like, Priceless. It's from your mom's house studios. They're oh, that's funny. Them. I hope he mm-hmm. wears a Hugh Hefner smoking jacket while he records. I wish. Right? I'll just just assume that yeah. he does, you know? Just well, he does a video with it, too, and oh. I've not watched it, but I've seen the pictures. I'm like, Dr. Drew, get on that. Yeah, get the velvet smoking jacket, Doc. <laughs> you don't have to smoke. Just wear it. Be comfortable when you cast. I know. That, um, that'd be cool and sexy. I mean, Dr. Drew is hot and all. He's a handsome man. Yeah. I'm comfortable enough with myself yeah. to admit he's a handsome fella. Uh, and other than that, yeah. feel free to give me a follow on Twitter or Instagram, preferably both. Preferably Instagram. I barely do Twitter at all anymore. But um, I'm at Big Steve Molten. Molten is not spelled like molten lava cake. But you'll find me. Big Steve Molten. I'm holding a skateboard, and I can't stop posting about Blackout. New episode every Tuesday night for a couple more weeks. Oh, it's exciting. Well, all right, guys. Since I'm Lucretia Lyon, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. See you next Tuesday. 
Tired of nagging yourself to get a website for your artistic career already? Radportfolios.com creates affordable custom websites for artists. Use code BRIGHTSIDE. That's one word for half off your website startup. Radportfolios.com so you can get back to getting booked.